welcome to Casey's Ice Cream Parlour, the Sweet Valley Twins recap podcast. My name is Paula and I'm here with Rich. Hello. This fortnight we've read Stretching the Truth, book number 13. Yes, Mary has been stretching the truth. Will Mary's friends discover what she's hiding? Yes. We've got a purple book and on the front there's been some debate about who this is. Um, yeah, this cover has like no bearing on this book at all. Yeah, so we think it's Jessica. She's got a purple sweatshirt on. I don't think that Liz would be wearing purple (coughs) during the unicorn times. And this book does specifically mention that they'd all bought sweaters recently. Purple sweaters for the club. And uh, Sweet Valley High fan club, aka Waterwear, she thinks that the the boy is Bruce. Yeah, which I I think makes sense in the context of the book because Jess and Bruce, Jess is kind of fawning after Bruce in Mm. this book and she is after him and they do meet up. But it's such a minor part of this book. It's bizarre that they put them on the cover. Yeah, and yeah, put Mary on the cover. The it's book not... is about Mary. Yeah, I mean, I'd barely call it the B-plot. It's <clears throat> it's like barely anything to do with the story. Yeah. But so you pointed the... out, though, oh, yeah. earlier on, before we started, that Mary is supposed to look a bit like the twins. Oh, yeah. So a Facebook comment said that. Brietta mm. Lee Klinger said that Mary supposedly looks like the twins as her mother looks like Alice. But surely it's not Mary, I don't think. How many people look like the twins? You've got like Nora later on. Nora and Margot. Margot. The evil ones. Mary. But anyway, the blurb on the back says, what's wrong with Mary Robinson? That's what Jessica and Elizabeth Waitford want to know. She has a rich new stepfather who has a fabulous yacht and is going to build them a a huge house. So why has Mary been acting so strange? Jessica is confident that Mary will be herself again just as soon as she finds out about the surprise party for her on her father's yacht. But Jessica is wrong. A party on the yacht is the last thing Mary wants. It could give away her whole secret. In fact, all of Mary's little white lies would get her into big trouble with her friends. Will anyone want to help poor Mary when they learn the terrible truth? Oh my god. It's very dramatic. It's not as dramatic as it sounds. It's not as dramatic as it sounds. And um, the house bit, she does stretch the truth with. The boat thing, she never says it's a yacht. It's everyone else. She never at any point says it's a yacht. Mm. So, you know. Well, we open at Casey's. We do. And controversy immediately as this book started. Yeah. Jessica Wakefield is saying that Dream Chaser is the best film ever made. And I have to question about Car Capers. (laughs) Car Capers was the best Isn't it film. Car Capers 2? Car Capers 2. Yeah, sorry. It was the sequel. <laughs> Car Capers 2. But yeah, Elizabeth says the plot wasn't realistic. And Jessica asks Elizabeth why she's always got to be so practical. Yeah. And she says Tom Houston is the cutest guy in the universe. Another one. Yeah. Her latest, yeah. Uh, latest crush. And she says if Liz wants real life, she can just watch Lois Waller eat three desserts at school every day. You can't see me. Because it's not a video podcast, but I was shaking my head the entire is, time you said that. This is page two. This is, yeah, it is, it is literally the opening of the book. I opened the book and I was like, oh my God, okay. <laughs> and Mary agrees and she says, or Charlie Cashman shooting spitballs. Yeah. Gross. And then Lila, who's looking as perfectly groomed as a model, agrees. Liz says, happy endings don't happen to real people. It's like, all right, Elizabeth, you're 12 years old. Like, you should be yeah, just pessimistic hey, you're already. 12 years old and you're so, so like, nihilistic. Yeah. But um, also, Jess immediately <clears throat> corrects her and is like, actually, we're sat here with Mary. Mary found her mum. And that all happened in our living room, Jess. Like, that was a fairy tale ending. And yeah. it really was. We read that yeah. book and it really was a fairy tale ending. And then her mum got married. Yeah. And then Lila starts questioning Mary about her stepfather and what he does. <laughs> Lila... And Mary have this, like, dad-off. Yeah. It's, it's really it's, weird. It's really weird. It goes on for ages. And, and it ages keeps coming well. back. It, it, yeah, it's amazing. So, um, uh, Mary says he works on houses. And Lila says... Even her, skyscrapers. She says her father owns three houses and an apartment building. Yeah, I like... I like. She's like, well, he designs and builds buildings. <clears> and she was like, I can't one-up one that. But my dad owns three buildings. Yeah. And then Mary says, well, my dad works on sk- skyscrapers. And he's a sort of architect. Quote, sort of architect, yeah. yeah. Lila uh, says her father's taking her to Europe. <laughs> so what, what relevance has that got to any of this? I, I know. And then uh, Mary's like, oh, well, my dad says that Africa is a far better holiday destination. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently he worked on a palace in Africa. Yeah, he designed a palace for an African king. Mm. Um, and Jessica says, Mary has it all. 
But Mary says, yeah, everything except good grades. Yes, apparently her <clears throat> grades are uh, are slipping and Jess is really shocked by this. Um, she says that, you know, Mary always gets really good grades. But Mary says, well, recently there's just been too much going on. I haven't had time to, to, to focus on my work. Yeah, she says her mum and Tim are always, t- Tim, her, st- her stepdad, um, her mum and Tim are always taking her out to dinner. And then Lila starts again. She says, oh, my family, we eat more than we in. Yeah. And Mary says, well, Tim also takes us shopping. Yeah. Um, and he's put me so much stuff that it won't fit in my room. <laughs> this, this rivalry is so odd. Um, and then Lila says that, you know, um, if if Tim is so wealthy, then I assume you'll be moving out of your <clears throat> shithole home soon. Yeah. And uh, Mary says, yeah, we will be. And Lila's like... How many servants are you going to have? I, know, I love the first place she went was how many servants are you going to have? Yeah. Not like what rooms are you going to have? How big is the building? Mm. Where is it going to be? It's like, how many servants will you have? And uh, Mary says, well, we won't be moving for a while because Tim's designing the house. Yeah. And then Jessica gets really carried away. She, the, Her and Lila at this point just start designing the house for her. Yeah. Jessica says Mary should ask for French doors a formal rose garden, a tennis court, a bedroom just like the one from Dream Chaser, a golf course, a dressing room, a pool, and a guest cottage. Um, <laughs> Liz at this point is like, maybe we should just let Tim design his own house. Um, and she seems quite desperate to change the subject. So she asks if Mary is going to come to uh, Mr. Sweeney and Ms. Lacey's jewellery-making classes. Yeah, they've all signed up for them. And Mary says she hasn't got time Um, But Lila says she has to come because the unicorns are making official club bracelets. I want an official unicorn club bracelet. What would it what would be on? I'm thinking it's like a charm bracelet and it would have little unicorns on it. Yeah. But uh, Mary insists that the only time she gets alone with her mother is straight after school. So she can't come and she looks a bit sad. Yeah, she she seems to think that she can't miss any time with her mum now. And she needs to give all of her time to her mum. And it does make Liz wonder why she feels why Mary feels like she can't spend time with her friends and her mum. Yeah. And then we learn she's been neglecting her Sixers duties. Yes. And she's been skipping Unicorn Club meetings and they all think she's turned into a hermit. Yeah, they're they're worried about her. I think all of her friends are actually like legitimately worried about her. And then we cut to the Wakefield Spanish Child Kitchen. Yes, and, uh, you know, characteristically, Stephen is in the fridge making massive sandwiches. Of course, but he's not fat. No, not at all. He's a growing boy. Um, and yeah, they never crit. Well, they do kind of criticize it, but they never. It's just funny him. with him. With Lois, it's like disgust. It's gross. Yeah. Um, he's got some news though. He is going to be the chairman of the entertainment committee for oh, the next no. Sweet Valley High Dance. <laughs> it's What's a that? bloody two committees in this book. Yeah. I immediately, I was like, another goddamn committee. Luckily, we don't spend time with them. But there's another committee yeah. later on. Also, like, oh. Then he admits that he hasn't actually been elected for. Yeah, but no, he's sure that they're gonna they're yeah. gonna elect him. But because Kathy Connors, <laughs> aka Kathy Connors, Kathy Connors is bicycle wrench girl. Oh, bicycle wrench Remember? girl, who who of course Stephen ended up dating. And, yeah, and... was that in Lila's Secret Valentine? It was. Yeah, Jessica said that uh, he bought her a bicycle wrench for her birthday. Now that's in the future. Yeah. So that means that, you know, the, the romance was starting this, Yeah, here. this is a long a long uh, foreshadow. He's playing the long game with yeah. Kathy Connors. Maybe Kathy Connors has said, oh yeah, we really like your idea because she fancies it. Yeah, because we went about 50 books ahead for that. We did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, Kathy Connors is sure that he'll be chosen because his idea is to theme the dance around Dream Chaser. Yeah, which obviously, you know, is the, the hit of the moment, yeah. isn't it? What an original idea, Stephen. Well done. Now, Jessica... Genius. Yeah, genius. Jessica hates the idea of... of she, she's horrified at the idea of dressing up as the female lead. Yeah. But she loves the idea of a school hall full of Tom Houstons. Yeah. And then they head into the family room and we get the usual banter about Stephen's appetite uh, yeah yeah <clears throat> they're they're watching football in the living room alice and ned yeah and jed starts Je- uh, jess starts gushing about dream chaser and ned agrees with elizabeth and then he he says something weird what does he say he says like he says yeah i agree with elizabeth 
I've made too many mistakes in my life to identify with perfection. <laughs> like, and he said, it's not really serious. Like, what are you talking about, Ned? Chill out, Ned. Bit of a weird thing to say to your kids. You've you done a murder or something? Yeah. Like, what, what mistakes? It makes <laughs> like quite a sinister thing children. to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Liz tells them about Mary and how how she's changed. And Alice seems to think it's just because Tim hasn't adopted her. Okay, yeah. Um, And Jessica tells them about the new house and Alice... Is straight on it. Sees pound signs in her eyes. I know. She's like, "Hey, maybe they need an architect." Yeah, ka-ching. Um, but it's okay because Jessica says that she, a twelve-year-old girl, she's got it. Has dealt with it all. Don't worry. She's she's. Uh, I've got this. Yeah, she's given them all the design advice they need already. The design advice that was literally French doors, rose beds. Golf course, swimming pool. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where you put they those things. They don't need an interior designer. No, just, just get those. Liz, um, Jessica's told them everything they need to know. Uh, but she does say that uh, the unicorns have had to operate without a treasurer since Mary hasn't been showing up. Yes. And Stephen comments on this. Um, he, he says that, well, I don't think you need a treasurer to tell you that you're broke because you're always in the Dairy Burger having meetings. Yeah. You must have <laughs> no money. Jessica haughtily tells him that they're actually planning a big party with a band. And she said to Liz, I bet you wish you'd join the club now. Yeah, Liz is immediately like, um, bands are really expensive to hire. Mm. Have you really thought this through? Bear in mind, this is before the days of the droids. This is not, you haven't mm-hmm. got a friend's band that you can rely on at this point. And um, Elizabeth also says she doesn't want to spend her life painting her nails purple and gossiping. Yeah, I thought that sounded kind Why of cool yeah, for like a, for like a 12-year-old girl. I'd be I'd like, li- yeah, I'd fine. live that way now. Yeah, this is perfect. Woman. <laughs> um, and Alice says that she's going to give Mary's mother a call and check if everything's okay. Yeah, and that makes, you know, that makes Liz feel a lot better because she's like, it's okay, Alice is going to get on the case. Mm. So at Mary's house, her mother's waiting at home for a delivery um, a carpet delivery. So Mary's gone home for lunch because she thinks, oh, Tim won't be there, so I can. Yeah, she can be alone with her mum. Yeah, but she's upset to find that Tim is there. Yes, he is unfortunately there. Uh, she asks him, like, "What are you doing here?" And and Tim's like, "I I, I live here." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, just throw it out. And there. he wants to tell her about his big purchase that he's made. Yes, and this begins. <laughs> The oh, I, I hate to say it, but I think Tim's one of those annoying people that brings a guitar yes. to everything and yes. sings songs, and like everyone at the party's like, "Oh, for so, God's sake!" Yeah, he takes out a guitar and he starts singing a song about a boat. Yes, um, and now unfortunately they didn't write the lyrics. I was hoping we get some lyrics, mm-hmm. but we don't. We are told though that Mary's had enough of his songs because he's always singing love songs to her mum, and it makes her feel left out. It would be pretty cringy, even if you. Yeah. we're fine with it it would yeah. be weird um they tell her that he's bought an old tugboat to refurbish and then he sings a song called i think i can <laughs> and it's about a tugboat that got into a race with a sleek yacht and chugged its way to victory oh that's and... the little uh the little engine that could I, I it's about like, a train i don't know that one yeah but um, it made me laugh because it, the quote it says in the book is uh that he sings the song and it says it made mary feel lonely and frightened <laughs> I am both lonely and disturbed. <laughs> yeah. Like a bit of a weird way for a song to make. But why is she frightened? I don't know. <laughs> um, and he suggests they could all fix the boat up together. Uh, but she's embarrassed because all of the other kids' families own sailboats or cabin cruisers, apparently. Yeah, they've got like yachts and stuff. And she's like, I've got a tugboat. Fucking snobs. Um, she wonders what the unicorns would say if they knew that Tim was a handyman. Yeah, she thinks they'll be horrified. And well, we know that Lila wouldn't be impressed. No, and I mean, um, you know, she does things of manual manual workers. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> um, and she thinks about her real dad. You know, maybe mm. he's a carpenter, maybe he's a lawyer, or some big shot. You know, or a do- uh, doctor, or a doctor. Yeah, yeah, not a carpenter. That's not good enough. Still, well, carpentry is a noble trade. But yeah, it says she thinks he's a doctor or a lawyer. Um, and she flips out then, and she yells that the boat sounds like a rotten wreck. Oh, uh, this was brilliant. He so Tim's like hey, we should name the boat. What do you want to name it? And she's like, why don't we call it the dumb boat? Just what it is, a rotten wreck. And then she just storms out of the room. Yeah. And then, for the first time of many, she eavesdrops. She's fucking eavesdropping this, this book, book all the time. Th- this book is people having conversations that Mary definitely shouldn't hear in yeah. earshot of Mary. Yeah. 
Um, and she hears her mum tell Tim that Mary's never usually like this. And Tim says, well, she's been like it ever since I've known her. Yeah, he, says, he talks about her grades. Um, and and mm. she's like, oh, you know, just give her a chance. And uh, Tim says, well, look, I don't, I think you've got this wrong, the wrong way round. I think she needs to give me a chance. Yeah. So when he goes back to work, Mary tells Andrea, her mother, that um, they never get any time alone. And her mum just dismisses her and sends her back to school with an apple and a block of cheese. She's forgotten <laughs> to make lunch for her. So she just like, gives her an apple, an apple and, and some cheese, cheese in a bag. Yeah. Uh, Mary says she's not hungry. I'm not bloody surprised. I'm not, I wouldn't be hungry either. I just feel like this is just... Yeah, this isn't lunch. Just basically a, is a block of fat and an apple. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Meanwhile, Janet is furious in the cafeteria. Janet is fuming. Because mm, Mary hasn't shown up to the Unicorn Club meeting. No. Um, and Jess says, oh, you know, she needed to see her mum. It was probably something really important. Yeah. And I was surprised. Even Lila says, hey, come on, Janet. Missing a few meetings is not the end of the yeah. world. But Janet says Mary has shown she's not fit to be a club officer. Yeah, of course. She is the, the club treasurer and they need to fundraise uh, for the dance. Weren't they sending celebrity cookbooks to fundraise for this? That was a different dance. What that that, that dance is done. Well, I think they might have spent it on that dance or on sweaters. I didn't know that dance was done. Maybe not. Maybe it's because they spent the money on sweaters. Because they yeah. do say a few times in this book, oh, sorry, we bought the unicorn sweaters. So maybe that's what happened. And Lila whispers to Jessica that the way Janet runs the club, you'd think it was the United Nations. <laughs> yeah, Jess also says that if she doesn't leave, if the meeting doesn't end soon, she's going to be even in even more trouble than Mary, because um, Miss Tyler, uh, Miss Wyler, sorry, uh, needs she basically needs to do her maths homework before she goes to Miss Wyler's class. And Lila says to her, "Yeah, you like her eyes nearly came out of her head. She was so angry at Jess <laughs> for passaging passing notes in class. Passaging uh, notes. Passaging notes. <laughs> uh, that sounds like they were selling sending them on boats <laughs> across." <laughs> Janet starts banging her fork on a tray. Uh, she's yes. so like she's so bossy. <laughs> she, doesn't she? I haven't got it written down. Doesn't she like shout like this meeting will come to order? Yeah, she does. It's she's like, always saying things like that, isn't she? Um, God, the other people in the cafeteria must just be like, yeah, what a bunch of idiots. Kim, Kimberly says we don't need a treasurer to tell us we spent all our money on purple sweatshirts. Yeah, they've got like three dollars and fifty cents or something. And Betsy says her brother's band, Johnny Gordon and the Waves. <laughs> like they, they, right? That already sounds like a shit band <laughs> so before you even start um apparently they need practice they yeah well that's that's practice. that's reassuring isn't so it so they'll play the party for free it's like yeah you're really selling them betsy well janet says thanks however this dance is really important mm. because her bunkmate at camp judy is yeah. coming and judy is the president of a different club called the Shooting Stars. They sound amazing. They sound... I, I, I sent you a message reading this this morning. Yeah. I was like, I need to see a spin-off with the Shooting I Stars. I hope they appear again. So do I. I hope that it becomes a little rivalry between yeah. the Unicorns and the Shooting Stars. Um, and par- yeah, apparently the Shooting Stars put on great dances. I hate to say it, but I think I prefer the name Shooting Stars. Yeah, it's just so ridiculous. Um, and But Ellen says... Maybe we should get a romantic singer because it will encourage the boys to dance more. It's like twelve-year-old boys. Like I don't think that's going to encourage them to dance more. I wouldn't have thought so. It's going to make them do the opposite, probably. Um, Jess suggests that they get someone who can do songs from Dream Chaser. Of course. And um, Jess points out that the the uh, higher grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, are doing. Uh, a, a whole dance based around Dream Chaser, and apparently this really impresses the unicorns. So. Jess knows that Janet likes to know what the older years mm. are up to. It's like it's important to know what the the older think, kids. are I think doing. Janet's in eighth grade. She is, isn't she? Actually, maybe so Stephen must be in like ninth. Maybe ninth then, yeah. Um, but apparently, she likes to keep uh, abreast of yeah. what's going on in the other in high the higher. Yeah. Um, and Lila says they can have the dance at her house by the pool, and Jessica says, "Well, I might have a very special dance partner." Yes, and Lila's like, "Who?" She's been writing to Tom Houston and he sent her a signed photo. <laughs> For fuck's sake. And it's... Janet reminds her of the Johnny Buck photo. Yeah, it is the buck all over again. That turned out to be sent to hundreds of other girls. Yeah. But Jessica says, I'm going to invite him to the party and I'm going to ask if he'll sing the theme song. Uh, sing the theme song for us. Yeah, and, and she also says that, um, you know, not everyone's as kind-hearted as Tom Houston. 
the buck <laughs> is one thing, but Tom Houston will definitely come. Yeah. So Janet's like, okay, um, you can be in charge of the entertainment then. She actually says, you guessed it, she is going to be chair of the dance committee. Mm. Janet also says they need to elect a replacement treasurer. Mary is out. Yeah, Mary is getting canned for not turning up. Um, Jess is kind of outraged by this, but she's too scared to go up against Janet. Mm. So she kind of nudges Lila and she's like, Lila, she's your cousin. Say something. Yeah. So Lila reminds Janet of all the typing that Mary did for the cookbook. And Janet says, fine, she can have one last chance. But if she's not at the Jerry Burger meeting later... Then she's out. Yeah, the same afternoon. Why are they having two meetings in one day? I think I, I think Janet is doing it only to get rid of Mary. Yeah. That's that's my theory. Um, meanwhile, Elizabeth is sat with Amy, Julie, and Sophia discussing the Sixers, of course, which now has a poetry column. Uh, yes, it does. Um, Jessica says that they have to find Mary and warn her. And Julie and Amy are really bitchy. I my the note I made here is Jess heads to the loser table. <laughs> But yeah, Julie and Amy are like, who cares if she gets kicked? Yeah, I know. Like, I, I thought that. Like, Jess makes such a big deal out of it. And and it's like, you know, all three of these girls hate the unicorns anyway. And doesn't Julie say, like, good. Like, yeah. That's good for her. She's not in the unicorns. It's not good for her, though. because She's going to be upset, isn't she? No, but from their perspective, yeah. they're like, hey, not being in the unicorns Sophia is a good thing. Sophia and Liz thing. are sympathetic, though. Yeah. And they point out, like, you know, Mary will be upset if she gets kicked out. Yeah, so they all agree that whoever sees her first, they're they're going to speak to her and, and tell her to go to the dairy. Yeah, and they work out that the twins have a class opposite her later. So the twins say that they'll wait outside and they'll tell her. Yeah. So at the end of their class, Mr. Nydick keeps everyone late. He does. Um, Jess actually goes to leave and Mr. Nydick's like, where do you think you're going? She said, well, the bell the rung, wrong. so the class is over. And he's like, well, you're right about one of those things. The <laughs> bell has rung. In fairness to him, though, it sounds like the bell rang while he was talking and she just got up and started mm. walking out and was like, class over, stop talking. Um, so he's like, no, I'm going to finish talking before you leave. And now, of course, she can see Mary through the window, but yeah. she can't get to her. And then when they get out, she chases Mary, but then she gets distracted. Well, she runs headlong into <clears throat> uh, Bruce and Rick. And gets, yeah, basically falls over. Yeah. Um, and they ask her to help them hang up posters for the jewellery class. Yes. Um, Jess is like, I, I can. I, I'm going to be late for the unicorn meeting. It's really important. I haven't got time. Um, and uh, Lila then turns up and says, hey, we need to go to the meeting. And Jess says, yeah, no, I, I've just told Bruce and Rick that, we, that I haven't got time to, to help them. And then, of course, Lila realises... That's Rick Hunter over there. Yeah, Lila's got a crush on Rick, so she insists that they help them. I didn't know that she had a crush on Rick. Is this a new thing that we're learning here? I don't think we've had much of Rick Hunter yet, have we? No, it's a wonderful name, though. He sounds like a spy. (laughs) And uh, apparently Bruce is um, going to the jewellery class so he can make his mum a charm for her birthday. Very unlike Bruce. Very unlike Bruce. You just buy something, order something expensive, I think. Yeah, this is quite out of character for Bruce. So uh, anyway... She tells Lila tells Jessica not to leave her with Bruce and Rick, or she'll never speak to her ever again. Ever again, it will be too obvious. Apparently, if she if she left mm. her, it'd be obvious. That, well, Lila doing anything nice is too obvious. <laughs> so you know. So they forget all about Mary until they get to the Dairy Burger. Yes, but luckily, out of breath, breathing heavily, Mary has run after them, and she says, "Oh, I hope I'm not late." Mm. Uh, luckily, you know. Our hero Liz <laughs> saved the of day, course. spoken to Mary. Yeah. So at the meeting, Mary fills them all in on the new house and the boat, and they ask if it's a yacht, and she says, kind of. Kind of? It's not. A tugboat is nothing like a yacht. And then fun killer Janet starts banging on the table again. This meeting will come to order. And she says, we need the treasurer's report. Yeah, so Mary, Mary... Sorry. No, no, go for it. Mary tells them, well, they have $3.10. And uh, Janet questions if she's sure about that. She said, well, you've barely been around lately. Are you sure that that's the right amount? And Mary says, no, I I double checked. We've got nothing. And again, they talk about the sweaters. Mm. Lila's also got some bad news. Oh, no. The pool filter is broken, so they can't have the party at her house. 
No. Sure at this point, I was like, well, they don't have to have it by the pool. She lives in a mansion. She literally lives in I'm a sure mansion. I'm sure they'd find some other place yeah. to have it, like in one of in the ballroom or whatever. Yeah. You know? But yeah, I agree. I, I thought the same. Um, but Jess has a suggestion. She's like, well, <clears throat> Mary's house is amazing. But like, Mary's, Mary's like, I literally told you yesterday that he was designing (laughs) it. It's not going to be built by next (laughs) month. (laughs) So Janet says, we're going to need to do a fundraiser. But then Mary gasps. Oh my God. Her mother and Tim have come into the Dairy Burger and they're on their way over. Mary's mum approaches and says, oh my God, it's so good to see you. It's such a surprise to see you here. And Mary says, I was about to say the same thing to you. Um, you know, she says, I, I thought you were going to eat out. And Tim says, well, we were, but on the way, I fancied a milkshake. So I've come in to ruin your life. <laughs> um, but and Mary's like, well, I'll, I'll come to the meal with you if we go now. So um, her mother says, OK, well, we do want the shakes, though. So I'll go and get them to go. And she leaves Tim with the girls. She does. And immediately he is swamped by all of the unicorns yeah. asking all the awkward questions that Mary yeah, they, doesn't want. They ask how many people his boat sleeps. And he says, it looks like you had a working crew of about six. Which super impresses them. Yeah. Because they're like, oh my God, six. They think they now think it's the biggest boat in the dock. Yeah. Which which is funny because it would be really obvious to find then if you went down <laughs> there. You could just be like, yeah. well, it's probably that one then. And then they start asking about the African palace. Yeah, and he's like, well, I worked on an apartment. <laughs> like, <laughs> and Mary suddenly pretends to feel sick. I know, she does a Lila. She's like, <laughs> oh, oh, no. I'm blacking out. <laughs> I'm blacking out. <laughs> I can't see. Um, and she kind of doubles over in pain and Mary's mum rushes to her and she's like, oh, you know, we better get you home. So she's, she's managed to kind of somewhat save face mm. by getting them out of the dairy burger and away from her friends. And then they insist on getting her checked out with the doctors on the way home. And we get our first ever decent Sweet Valley Doctor. <laughs> the, the, the first ever. and maybe the last. Dr. Costa. The, the, what happened What happened between twins and Sweet Valley High <laughs> that this professional doctor got sacked? Because yeah. like the doctors we get in Sweet Valley High are dreadful. Yeah, Dr. Costa works out what's going on immediately. Yeah. Um, and tells Tim and Andrea that they need to reassure Mary that she's still part of the family and well, first, Tim hasn't replaced her. Yeah, but first of all, he makes sure that, that Mary leaves the room but doesn't go far enough away that she can't overhear <laughs> yeah, this again, conversation. Yeah, again, she's like <laughs> eavesdropping. Yeah. And back at home, Tim tells Andrea that he thinks the doctor was right. Yeah. And he suggests they throw Mary a surprise birthday party to show her that they care. Yeah, he he mentions how impressed the unicorn sounded about the boat, and he suggests, hey, we could do the boat up in secret and uh, invite all of our unicorn friends. Mm. This is really sweet. It is. Um, And then Mary comes downstairs, so they go quiet. Yeah. And immediately she's like, oh my God, they're talking about me, they hate me. So she starts faking sickness again. Yeah, now her head hurts. Yeah. It was her stomach at the dairy, now it's her head. Um. Tim, though, is realised now after talking to the doctor, he knows what's going on. Yeah. And he, he gives Mary's mum, Andrea, is it Andrea? He gives her yeah. a, a look, you know, a knowing look. And he's like, why don't you do your homework with your mum and I'll just leave. <laughs> yeah. He says they can snuggle on the sofa and he goes upstairs and gets her school books. Yeah. And she feels really happy. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, at the Wakefield's house, Jessica's writing a letter to Tom on her pink stationery. Hasn't she like... She's like written one letter and she's like, this this, this eye doesn't look right. Yeah, I just does, can't do it. T and Tom looks wrong. <laughs> and why is she using pink stationery? Purple, come on. Maybe the purple ones have run out. <laughs> so yeah, she keeps restarting the letter and she begs Elizabeth for help. Yes. Um, Liz is like, I've got loads of homework on. And also, I don't think this Hollywood actor is going to come to your hmm. party, Jess. We've been through this before, Jessica. <laughs> Jessica also tells her about meeting Tim and how his boat's got a crew and it's the biggest boat in the marina. It's like, nobody said that. No, I know. This is the thing with this book, Stretching the Truth, right? Because Mary does stretch the truth a bit, but the unicorns stretch what she said way more because she never said a lot of this stuff. They've assumed everything. And also, her saying that it had a crew of six or Tim saying it had a crew of six is factual. Yeah. They've taken that and gone crazy. (laughs) 
And um, Elizabeth asks what happened to her warning Mary after class. And she explains that she had to help Bruce. And Elizabeth says, Bruce Patman is conceited. You shouldn't let him tell you what to do. You're it's conceited, like, Liz. It's like he didn't really tell her what to do. She no, really he didn't. Persuading. Yeah. Um, and Elizabeth says, anyway, she's got Amy and Sophia coming over. And Jessica's like, oh my God, the three of you could write the letter together. She's so good at manipulating Liz. But Liz closes the door on her. Mm. But then she comes back a few minutes later and she asks if she can borrow Elizabeth's new skirt to impress Bruce at the jewellery class. Yeah, and I, I love this bit because Liz is like, oh, you, I know what colour he likes. Green. Yeah. Like money. Colour of money. And Elizabeth says jewellery making isn't a tea party. You'll have to wear a smock. And Jessica actually wails. She collapses onto the floor. <laughs> she's so dramatic. And says she's going to look like a nerd. <laughs> And Elizabeth says, I'll lend you a denim skirt instead. And Jessica says, okay, I'll wear your denim skirt if you help me with the letter. I don't understand that <laughs> logic. It's like, it's like you're you're asking two favours, yeah. right? And then and then she's like, no, I'm not going to do that for you. And she's like, okay, <laughs> I will accept not you not doing this yeah. if you do the other favour. Yeah. It's like, no, she could just do neither. And then at dinner time, Alice tells them that she spoke to Andrea all about the party. Yeah, um, so she knows about the party. Yeah, but she tells the twins not to say anything to anyone. Which is the dumbest thing ever, is that you've just told Jessica there's a party. Yeah. You know she's going to tell everyone. So we cut to school the next day, and Jessica's told all of the unicorns, <laughs> and they have told every single person in the whole sixth grade. Everyone yeah. knows. Literally everybody knows about Mary's birthday apart from Mary. And they all, um, all the unicorns want to wear matching outfits. They want to wear purple sneak, uh, purple sweaters, white pants, dangly earrings, and their new club bracelets. They They're sound like adorable. Idiots, also cute. Yeah, it's really cute. They're twelve. <laughs> It'll be cute. <laughs> um, and Mary already feels shit because Tim and Andrea have gone to the boat without her. Uh, yes. So basically, they've they've been going to fix it up. But she thinks they're just trying to get yeah. rid of her and not have her around. Um. um and then when she goes over to the unicorn, she notices they all go quiet as well. Yeah, so she's convinced that her friends are ignoring her. They're talking behind her yeah. back. Um, her her mum and dad are just paying no attention to her. Yeah. And she actually wonders if the unicorns have found the truth out about the boat, and that's why they're ignoring her. Yeah, so she's like, "Hey, we can we can spend some time together after school." Um, but of course, the unicorns have been talking about going to the mall to get mm. the matching outfits for uh, for her party, so they can't say that. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, we're not really doing anything after school. You'd probably have way more fun on your boat." Mm. Um, and they start chatting about their bracelet designs. And Jessica says that Elizabeth loves horses. Um, <laughs> well, she, she did for one book, and she's good at drawing them. She drew them all over her notepad. Remember, once, yeah. Um, so she says we could ask her to do a pattern for us. Yeah, and then just add the horn. Because unicorns are really just horses with horns. And She's not wrong. Mary says you better not let Janet hear you saying that. Oh, boy. She'd be fuming. Well, wait until she meets Sam Sloan, who says there's no such thing as unicorns. <laughs> and uh, Jessica tells them all that she's helping Bruce work on a charm for his mum. Yeah. Mary wishes she signed up now because she's feeling really left out again. Yeah, yeah. She's like, you know, oh, I should have joined you guys. But she's been busy doing homework with her mum and Tim has built her a desk downstairs. Yeah. She built her a desk. Mm. Sounds like such a nice man. He does. And uh, we'll get to it later. But Liz is very impressed with the desk. Mm. Of course she is. She, she's desk. impressed by the desk even before she's prompted <laughs> to be impressed by the desk. But yeah, you're right. It's very Liz-like to, yeah. to like a desk. Yeah. Oh my God, a desk. Wow. Um, and uh, Jessica tells them that Elizabeth has helped her write the best letter ever to Tom Houston. And he's definitely going to be at the party. Yeah, she says that Tom would be the biggest jerk ever if he didn't come now. Because mm. the letter's that good. It's perfect. She says that Elizabeth is the greatest writer that ever lived. D just don't tell Liz. <laughs> I don't want Liz hearing well, that Liz kind hears of thing. And she says, well... Um, I won't be if I don't sort out these Sixers articles. I'm really behind on typing them up. Oh, my God. There is a panic. The uh, the Sixers articles are not ready. They haven't got enough. But luckily, Mary is just glad to be able to hang around with someone. Yeah. She can't do the unicorns because they're blowing her off. So she's like, hey, Liz, I've got time to write yeah. an article. Um. So she offers to volunteer with the typing and... 
they go to Mr. Bowman's classroom, but it turns out that he's already got the typing class to do them and they're all finished. Yeah, apparently he uh, he says he took pity on Liz and I'm assuming that's because Liz does nothing but whine about how busy she is yeah. all the time and he's like, fine, I'll just mm. get someone else to do it. And Mary's actually a bit gutted. Well, yeah, because she, she had something to do and now that's been taken away from her. Mm. And then we get a little bit of foreshadowing. I assumed, I've got a note here saying, I'm assuming that's what the next book's about. We find out that the sixth grade class president, Linda Lloyd, is moving away. We've never heard about it. I know, her. if she's so popular, if she's popular enough to be voted class president we've never heard of her. grade, how come we've never heard of this Linda Lloyd? Yeah, she, she's she's no one. Um, But yeah, she's, she's moving away. She's a nobody. Away. She's a nobody. <laughs> uh, she's not a unicorn, so she doesn't count. Mm. Um, But yeah, so she's uh, moving away. Yeah, and so she has to give up uh, being the uh, sixth grade president, and of course, of course, Amy immediately suggests that Liz should do oh, it. God, of course. So uh, then, Mister Raymond says they can get to work on distributing the paper, and Elizabeth suggests they go to the Dairy Burger after. And she invites Mr. Bowman to go with them. <laughs> I know. And he actually says he doesn't think that a teacher is anyone's idea of after-school fun. Um, and he went to the Dairy Burger once, but everyone stared at him. Because of his fashion sense. Yeah. And basically, you know, he says it's not really appropriate. And it's like, Mr. Bowman, you need to go and talk to Mr. Collins. I was going to say, Miss, I've got a note here that literally <laughs> says Mr. Collins would have gone. Yeah. He would have. Yeah. Mr. Bowman needs to go to the high school. Have a word with Mr. Collins. Be like, look. Look, I know they're like four years older here, but it's still yeah, inappropriate. This, this <laughs> it's, is, it's still yeah. not appropriate for you this to is do what's, this. This is a boundary. This is what's appropriate. This is what isn't. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and why does, why do they ask him anyway? That's well, weird. I, I love this because after he says no, he leaves, and then Amy is like, "Why did you invite <laughs> Mr. Bowman?" And Liz is like, "I didn't want him to feel left out." And it's like, <laughs> "Do you really think that this adult teacher is going to be felt felt left out that he couldn't go for to the dairy with twelve year old girls?" <laughs> At home later on, Jessica's trying to decide what to wear to jewelry class. Uh, uh, yes. to impress bruce oh of course sorry this is where the green this bit is where comes she in says the sorry green, yeah um and jessica just rolls her eyes and she she asks if elizabeth can help her with mary's birthday present she yeah. wants to make her a special unicorn bracelet with her name on and roses engraved around it really sweet yeah. this is really sweet of, of jess everyone in this book is actually really nice yeah, they uh, are. apart from janet and lila well lila's even sticking up for mary yeah and then we get some really good continuity here. I was really impressed I, by this. Same. Um, we tur- we it turns out that Jessica knows what size Mary's wrist is. It's the same size as hers. Yes. Because Jessica wore her bracelet in Three's a Crowd. I was so impressed that they put this in. That was know, such that good was a detail. Long time ago. Yeah, I was like, wow, that's that's good continuity. But Mary, all week she's been noticing people's conversations stop when she approaches. Andrew and Tim keep going off to the boat without her. Um, they've told her that they want to get the dirty work done before she joins them. Yeah, they've said they want to basically make it but safe. she thinks that's a lie. Now, I will say, I do think it's a bit excessive and there's not really an excuse for all of her friends to be ignoring her and kind of... Like, yeah. be, they've gone over the top. Yeah. Like, they don't have to be so obvious. How how often do you need to talk about this party? <clears throat> yeah. You know, like, you can still talk to Mary about normal things. Mm-hmm. So they're all terrified they're going to let it slip, so they're just running away from her. <laughs> And then Elizabeth goes to her house for lunch um, and Mary confesses that she's been lying. Yeah. And she just tells her how she's been feeling as well. She cries and says, nobody likes me. So Elizabeth has to tell her the truth, basically. But it's the way she tells the <laughs> truth. Um, this, <laughs> I mean, she. Do, I, I should be pointed out that, that she does say why almost immediately after. But, um, you know, Mary comes clean says you know how she feels and liz is like you feel like people are whispering behind your back people are whispering behind your back (laughs) she literally says that and mary bursts into tears and then this is like it's because of a surprise party but it's like why didn't you say surprise party first First, she's like like, what were you doing you're just upsetting this girl for no reason like yeah they are all talking behind your back everyone's talking behind your back Mary is happy until she finds out that the party is going to be on the boat. On the goddamn tug. And she wonders if her friends will ever speak to her again when they see the horrible thing. Oh, no. So on Friday, she decides to pull the sick trick again. To pull a Lila. Yeah. I should point out, anytime Lila tried this, everyone ignored her. Mm. When Mary does it, everyone's like, oh my God, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, so the party's on Saturday. 
So this is the day before. Yeah. On Friday, she gets sent home from school sick, and her mum tells her she doesn't have a fever. Yeah, her mum knows that she's all right. Mm. But then Mary asks to see the doctor, and Andrea says, "We bothered the doctor enough." <laughs> yeah. Like I know she's faking it, but her like, mum doesn't this, know that. This is the one good doctor we've got in Sweet Valley. He might have to treat other people because everyone else is really unprofessional. Yeah. So. That's, that's not very good parenting. It's like your daughter wants to see the doctor. No, don't bother the doctor with with with, with your problems. That's yeah. meant to be their job. No, definitely not. But luckily, you know, she is faking it, so it's fine. And Tim says that she probably just thinks they've forgotten her birthday and that she'll be fine after the party. Yes. But this bit was so weird because even if they're throwing her the party, you think they would still have mentioned her birthday? Yeah, they still could have like, talked about her birthday yeah, coming. Like up. said, you know, what do you want as a, a gift, or do you want to? have a night in and watch a film yeah 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 you'd be like oh you know we instead of literally just pretending it's not happening yeah you'd be like oh you know uh we're doing a lot of work on the house so we can't afford much this Hmm. year but we'll do what we can for your birthday and just mention it and you know keep the surprise but also mention her birthday like people seem to have gone out of their way to be assholes before (laughs) this party you know both her friends and her parents they've gone way overboard speaking of yeah speaking of way overboard Tim's written a fucking birthday (laughs) song. It's about love and trust. Each verse talked about building love like a house, adding room after room until the house is a castle. Shut up, Tim. The song is called There's Always More Room for Love. (laughs) 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 As usual, Mary's eavesdropping. Yes, of course. She sees him singing to Andrea and she thinks... They don't care about me. (laughs) This is is literally a song about her. He just wants to sing love songs to my mum. Um, and so she goes to her room. She packs a little suitcase and she decides but to it's, run away. It's sneaking out. Yeah. <laughs> this just... is weird how we just did a, a, a Kelly's episode on Jessica running away. Now oh, we're, yeah. we're here with, with Mary <laughs> running away. Unfortunately, Mary's escape goes far worse. Yeah. So uh, she decides she's going to run away to try and find her real father. She waits until it gets dark and then she takes a pear and an orange in the kitchen well it's like without cheese better than apple and a block of cheese (laughs) (laughs) um yeah that'll sustain her won't it and uh she sneaks out she doesn't get very far no she trips over her bike literally uh, on the back steps yeah yeah she gets to her back steps falls over uh and lands on her arm and uh is really painful and she's like i'm gonna have to turn back yeah i've gone too far i can't can't go any further Um, but then um, she she turns around and she realizes she's locked out. Yeah. So she starts to cry. But Tim has heard the noise. Yeah, he's like comes out with a baseball bat. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he finds her crying. He picks her up. He carries her back inside. Yeah. She begs him not to tell her mum, and he agrees. And he says, if anyone's going to leave, it's going to be me. Yeah. He he. This is where the trust starts to be earned, mm. and things start to turn around. So he makes up a lie to Andrea. He says Mary tripped over when she was putting her bike away. Yeah, so it was like a a a, a lie embedded within a truth. Yeah. And he gently cleans her arm up. They go to the hospital and he is great. Yeah, he's amazing. He has, however, written a fucking <clears throat> hospital oh, song. Of course he has. <laughs> he speaks to the nurse and he refers to Mary as his daughter. Yes. And then, yeah, he sings a hospital song. And we get the like, moment where, where he says, I'll leave the room. And Mary's like, no, no, don't leave. I want you to stay. Yeah. I want to make fun of Tim and all his songs, but like, he's really kind. He's really, no, I should point out, the song <laughs> thing aside, he is he's actually really, really nice. And also, we will get to something that blew my mind about his songs later. <laughs> um, and the doctor calls him dad. And when Tim starts to correct him, Mary shushes him. Yeah. So on Saturday morning, Jessica's in a bad mood. Because she got a reply to her letter. I mean, I think she should be grateful that she even got a reply to her letter, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, do you think it was written by Tom, though? Uh, I think it was written by the same person that wrote the Johnny Buck yeah. stuff. Because I think, his, you know, the book replies that they got. Oh, no, they, did they get one from Johnny Buck with the book, the cookbook? They didn't, did they? Uh, okay. I think no. she tried and failed. <clears throat> but I think it's the same publicist, you know? They've got the yeah. same one. So the letter says, Dear Fan... As I'm sure you know, I would love Fan. to have the time. Didn't to... even call her Jessica. Yeah, no. oh. As I'm sure you know, I would love to have the time to write a personal letter in response to each inquiry I receive. Unfortunately, my busy schedule does not permit me to do this. I hope that you will understand that even though your previous commitments, even though previous commitments will not allow me to attend your function, I wish your organization good luck in achieving its work. Organization, <laughs> the unicorns are an organization <laughs> I wish, I now. Know. I wish your organization good luck in achieving its worthwhile aims. <laughs> 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 
Sincerely, Tom Houston, Hollywood, California. Wow. He did not write that. No, he did not write that. I love that the unicorns <clears throat> are... With their worthwhile aims. Their worthwhile goals are and their the unicorns. worthwhile aims? Uh, it's raising bullying money for dances people. and bullying people. <laughs> fat yeah. shaming. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, Jessica's furious. Um, She says that when she's a celebrity and Tom asks her to do something with him, she's going to say no. Oh, my God. <laughs> He'll be on the way down then if she's on the way up, you know. Mm. But then she brightens up when she remembers that later on she's going to be partying on a glamorous yacht. Oh, yeah. And she tells Elizabeth how Bruce has said that he'll dance with her if she makes another charm for his auntie. Oh, That's not sweet. Is Bruce some kind of gigolo or something? Yeah, I know. I don't know what's going on, though. Yeah. It's like, just so yeah. unlike Bruce, though, making I, I charge and... people jewellery-making skills for dances. It's like, Bruce, you're rich. There's yeah, no need for any of this. Yeah, his dad would just... Buy him a present. Buy whatever. And say it's from him. Yeah. I mean, I this this kind of logic is dangerous <clears throat> with this book, though, because I did think the same about the unicorn's dance and stuff. It's like, you're always raising money. Like, surely Lila's dad would just, like, foot the bill mm. for all of it and just do it, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah. But she says that she's got to do something to impress the unicorns now that Tom's not coming. Yeah, I mean, this was her big promise. She got she was chair of this committee for, for mm. you know, for getting Tom. Meanwhile, Mary's worried what people will think of the boat. But she decides that she's got to go through with the party for Tim and her mum. Yeah, she can't back out of it now. Tim's um, lied and said that he's taking them out for a meal and she's played along with that. Yeah, she, this is quite sweet of her as well because she, yeah. she knows full well what's going on. But she really does like and respect him now. And you know, Yeah, then we get a really touching moment. Yeah. He comes into her room and he reassures her he'd never come between her and her mum. Yeah. And she says to him that she'd run away to look for her father, but she's realised now. He's been here one. the whole time. Yeah. This was really sweet, I must I admit. This this book is really, really nice. And then he tells her that he wants to adopt her. Yes, and that they've they've had the lawyers get in contact and it is all he she can become uh is it a Wallace? She can become Robinson. A, a Robinson, sorry. She can become a Robinson. If she was married to Yashio before, wasn't she? Yes. Yes. Um so then we get to the boat. It looks amazing as expected yes i knew uh, they were gonna make it look amazing yeah oh yeah of course um, it's covered in lights it's got ss mary painted on the side they couldn't think of a sweeter name is what tim says <laughs> and everybody loves it janet calls it an antique boat yeah <laughs> i this was this was stretching it a bit i think yeah they they're blown away that all of the unicorns are unanimous even bruce as well like blown away unanimously by this tugboat <laughs> And Tim gives everyone tours of the engine room. Yeah. Andrea transformed the old gully into a sea cavern. Um, she's hung up nets full of fish, which I'm assuming are fake. Yeah. Um, and uh, put like lights up everywhere. And it looks great. Mary gets a purple t-shirt, a stuffed panda, a Johnny Buck album. And her favourite gift of all, the bracelet from Jessica. Yeah, which is really sweet. I, I'm, I'm really surprised that Jessica did this. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, Tim gets his guitar out. But in a revelation, this this shocked me. Mm. Apparently, he is as good a singer as the Buck. Yeah, that's what the unicorns think. The unicorns are super impressed with Tim. Yeah, they which of course probably elevates Mary even further. Yeah, like now it's like wow, okay. And they actually get Tim to sign napkins for them. Yeah, it's so sweet. They love him. Yeah, they do. Um, I love him. And Jessica asks if he knows any songs from Dream Chaser. He knows them all, even though the movie only came out a week ago. Yeah. He's like, yeah, of course. He's a fellow fan. <laughs> he is, yeah. So she he's like, asks, I'll sing about bloody anything. Um, yeah. So she asks if he'll perform at their party, and he says he will. And he says they can even hold it on the boat. Oh, yeah, he's going to do his boat song. So everything's sorted. Everything is sorted. Then they have a dance contest. They eat six pizzas, plus all of the birthday cake. Where's the starch king? Yeah, and then they all love Tim. It's a very happy ending. It is. And then they chat about Linda Lloyd. Yes, so Linda Lloyd, Lloyd. (laughs) the famous (laughs) for this book, Linda Lloyd, who is uh, leaving Sweet Valley, uh, has given up her position as a sixth grade president leaving yeah. a vacancy. Jessica says to Liz that she wants to run for president. Oh no. She wasn't interested last time though. But am I remembering wrong? I thought Olivia got elected president. 
Uh, that might be in High. No, it was... Um, was it in Twins? Twins, because Elizabeth was running to be the... Uh... Oh, wait. Is that a future book? No, no. It's just happened. Yeah, well, we definitely did do one what where was Olivia Elizabeth was... running for? She gave the speech and... Uh... Yeah. And she was running against that that geeky... Oh, Peter. She was running against Peter De Haven for something. Treasurer. Oh, it was Treasurer. Yeah, when, she, when her slogan was really cheesy and Amy was her manager. And That's right. So it was Treasurer. Um, yeah. But here we're talking class president. Yeah, we? but I thought it said in that book, Olivia Ra- Ramford, yeah, no, you might be right. Yeah. You might be right. And there might be... See, we were we were praising this book I'm for sure its continuity. We, I'm and sure now... we were like... We said at the time, I'm surprised Elizabeth isn't running for president. Yeah, we did. Olivia running did. for it? Oh my goodness, we were just praising this book for its continuity, and now there, there might be a glaring I mean, issue be here. Wrong, but yeah. Unless Olivia was like, did it, and I was like, oh no, sod this. Do <laughs> I don't want anything to do with this. So yeah, Jessica wants to run for it. Um, Now she's interested, apparently. And Elizabeth thinks, oh no, I'm going to have to run against my own sister. Yep. Will Elizabeth and Jessica run against each other for class president? Find out in Sweet Valley Twins number 14, Tug of War. Fucking oh, great. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Stephanie K gets For my some vote. Reason. Oh god. <laughs> what is it? Like uh something Oh, something about kisses for Stephanie K. Something oh yeah, what is it? It's like We're talking about Degrassi. We're huh? talking about Degrassi, Degrassi junior, uh, junior high. high. Yeah. It's like all all day for Stephanie K or something like that, yeah. isn't it? It's like something something I can't remember. I'm looking forward to that one though. That could be fun. <clears throat> like yeah, because Jess kind of dreading it. Are you? I'm <laughs> I'm quite looking forward to it because I, I wanna hear what Jess's uh you know oh, kind actually, of yeah. plan is. Yeah. Of like, what... We haven't really had much of this side of Jessica and twins yet. No, and I, I wanna see like what, what are her, you know, policies gonna be. Yeah. You know? Everyone wear purple. Everyone wears purple, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that will be coming up. Um actually that'll be coming up in four weeks' time. Well, because we have an announcement. Yeah, so to mark the start of spring, we are we've already announced our Kelly's Roadhouse special, which spring is spring break. Spring break. And we didn't want cases to be left out, so we've decided as this book is set during spring vacation. Now this is a book that you told me about a year ago. Yeah. And I have been so excited to get to this. <laughs> when we started Casey's I immediately asked you how long until we do this book. And we're skipping quite a lot ahead to do it. Yeah, but it's a spring one, so we're, you know. It's a spring, it's set in spring vacation, and it's also another French one. It is, we're going French for spring break. And this one, if you haven't guessed already, is The Twins Take Paris. Now I have heard. I have heard about about this. this book and I cannot wait. Yeah, on the run in Paris. Jessica and Elizabeth Wakefield go to Paris for spring vacation. Um... But basically, they get convinced that their um, French mother, it says on the back, which is the woman they're staying with. And yeah, it's not their, their mother, actual mother, yeah. Um, they're convinced that she's wanted for murder and that she's going to kill them. Now, I seem to remember you telling me that she's... At, I, I can't Don't remember. Don't spoil it. Yeah, okay. But... Uh, well, no, because my memory of it, you said the other day, was actually wrong, I think. It was, So yeah. uh, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. So but yeah, I can't wait to read it. We'll be back with the Twin State Paris in two weeks. Brilliant. Yes. And of course, we're back next week with uh, Kelly's Roadhouse Spring Break Special Spring Break. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Kelly's Roadhouse, Facebook, Kelly's Roadhouse Podcast. And keep your comments and uh, all that stuff coming in because I uh, absolutely love them. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.